Welcome to the Healthy Pickleballer Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lee. In today's episode, I'm joined by a very special guest, Brian Scott with Foot Solutions. Foot Solutions is an official sponsor of the PPA Tour. Brian, I'm excited to have you on to not only share some of the valuable services that Foot Solutions has to offer, but uh, to also talk a little bit more about your background as a professional athlete and share maybe some of the valuable lessons that you learned about the importance of taking care of your body and, and maybe specifically your feet. So really appreciate you coming on. And uh, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing? Hey, Brian, thank you so much for having me, my man. I really appreciate this, this platform and opportunity. Um, man, a little bit about myself, you know, so I always like to start from the beginning. Um, born and raised in Pennsylvania, and that took me to Penn State, uh, graduated after four years at Penn State, and then had a played in the NFL for 10 years, man. And it was a great, fun, yet humbling, <laughs> very humbling at times experience. Um, and then when I retired, man, I hopped into the business world. And, you know, what's interesting is I, I started in, as a franchisee of a fitness facility. And uh, the reason why I got into franchising, people will always ask. And I'm like, listen, I knew nothing about business, but I did know that if somebody handed me a playbook, I would take it and I would try to learn it to the best of my ability. I'm like, okay, you know, so that's how I got into it. And uh, Life Path, it, it just takes you on some really interesting journeys. And, and now I'm here with Foot Solutions. And, uh, you know, I, it's very fulfilling because I get to a chance to, to talk about, you know, foot health and wellness, but we're helping people. So that is a short background on, on myself. Great. Yeah, well, I love that. Well, well, Brian, before we kind of get too much into kind of the, the footwear and shoewear specifics, um, can you tell us just a little bit more about like the Foot Solutions involvement with the PPA Tour? Like I know that there's an event coming up uh, in Denver here in a couple of weeks that I'm going to yeah. be at. And I guess I'm just wondering, should I be uh, on the lookout for any familiar faces? <laughs> so, you know, I got to give you the backstory about myself, Pickleball, and, and how we got involved. So I have a good friend of mine. His name is Ryan Sherry. He's actually one of the pros on the tour. Uh, top 10 player. Great guy. And uh, he introduced me. He kept saying, Brian, you got to come out and, and watch a pickleball match. And, you know, and I was like, Ryan, what is pickleball? Like, what is what are you talking about? And uh, it was here in Atlanta, the Atlanta Open. He said, listen, there's a, the, the tournament's coming to Atlanta. Just come out and take a look because I really think Foot Solutions and Pickleball would be a great fit. So I ended up going out there and man, my mind was blown seeing all of those courts and how many people were playing. Um, and I went, you know, the, the, the next two days and, and really it was from there that we got in touch with the PPA and we said, listen, here's what we noticed. We noticed on day one of the tournament, everyone was so excited to be coming to these courts and they were a hop, skipping and jumping to their courts, excited to play by the last day. People, they now I understand this term. They were pickleball zombies. They were like, oh, I got to get to the court, man. <laughs> but my legs and my feet are killing me if I can just make it through today. And we noticed that a lot of people were wearing just the wrong footwear. And, you know, there were a lot of injuries that were coming out of it. And so we decided to, to sign on with the PPA, you know, to be one of the foot wellness sponsors. And really, as we learned, as I love to learn the sport and I started playing, it really became selfish because I said, how can we help grow this sport and keep people healthy? <laughs> like, this is really, really important. So that's how it kind of came about, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that that brings us to kind of a really uh, the next question, which is, 
you know, what is kind of the importance of wearing a sports specific shoe? Um, you know, I think that this applies across the board, but you know, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. What is the importance of wearing a sports specific specific shoe um, as it relates to pickleball? Cause we are seeing a, a large incidence of like lower extremity injuries uh, at the foot, the ankle, the knee, and even just kind of, I think it really uh, affects the entire kinetic chain. Oh, you know it, you know it, you know, what's interesting about pickleball is that, and um, it's very easy to get into, and, uh, and you're seeing a lot of people start playing pickleball that have never really played sports before, right? And so when they go out there, they're wearing just anything. They don't they don't think about it. There, I mean, unfortunately, we see people out there wearing sandals, flip flops, running shoes, you know. But there there's just no thought to it, and <clears throat> why it's so important to be wearing the the right shoe and and sports specific, really, you know, a court shoe is because you don't really think about this, but everything, like you said, it, everything starts at the feet. Your feet move the body, moving forward, backwards, laterally, which is side to side. You need certain shoes for that, and so when you, you see people out there that are wearing shoes that aren't supporting the foot the right way. You see a lot of trips, a lot of falls, a lot of ankle sprains, man. It even goes up to like, you know, the knees. And so it's just really, really important. And, and we try to stress that all the time. And we'll tell people, and a lot of people will also say, but running shoes feel so comfortable and I get it. It's cushiony. However, it's not gripping the surface the way it's supposed to. It's not supporting you the way it's supposed to support you. And so those things where you really want people to, to kind of think about, and it's like, it's no different than using the correct tools for anything. Like you wouldn't go and play a baseball game and get up to bat and use a tennis racket, right? Like you need the right equipment. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everything is designed specifically for the demands of the activity. And that's right. And uh, yeah, I mean, could you, I guess, share a little bit more about like, you know, what, how a pickleball shoe is maybe different than, than a running shoe. I know that, you know, running yeah. is, is very much, a, uh, a strictly a, a forward type of activity. That's right. And, and, and when we're looking at pickleball, a lot more of these kind of lateral movements. So, um, yeah, what, um, yeah, how how would you describe the differences between a pickleball shoe and, and a running shoe? Yeah, well, you hit the nail on the head. A running shoe and walking shoes, it is made for just forward movement, right? Um, and, and pickleball shoes, it offers definitely more stability on the sides. Um, you pay attention to some of the materials. So, you know, a lot of the materials that are used to, in today's shoes, it's leather, mesh, um, and however, leather will provide more stability in a shoe. However, it also holds more heat, right? So you have to be really strategic as to where are these, these materials placed. Um, and that plays a huge part of it. Also, you know, so there's something that's called the last of the shoe, and that's just the bottom of the shoe, right? It's the footbed. And they come in all different shapes, sizes, widths, and really, I like to say there's no bad shoe, but there are bad shoe for certain foot types and certain mm. sports, right? And so, you know, you have some brands that they naturally have a, na a more narrow shoe, which is fine if you have a narrow foot. And then you have some other shoes that, you know, they come in widths because people have wider feet and you need to make sure you have enough room for your, your toes to kind of spread and grip and, and all of that stuff. So those are the things to really pay attention to. Another thing that I really like to say is like the, um, the bottom, the tread, the rubber tread on the bottom, right? You want to make sure that it's not too grippy because if it's too grippy and it's catching, that's when you, you know, you stick your foot down and you topple over, you don't have any type of give. 
but you also don't want it to be too slick either <laughs> to where, you know, you put your foot down and now you're doing a split every single time you try to stop. You feel like you're on ice skates. So there's yeah. a lot, there's really a lot that goes into it, man. Yeah. Well, well, I think that um, you just kind of hinted at something as well that I want to kind of ask a little bit more about is, is it's not only important to have a, a shoe that's specifically designed for the activity, but as well as a shoe that is, um, you know, matches up as well with your foot type and body that's type. right and that's that right that, and i think that that's where you know some of the services that foot solutions offers really come into play and uh, can you kind of talk about what the experience might be for somebody if they were to kind of come into a foot solution store and and how uh, it's a different approach to just walking into any other shoe store yeah, for sure. So Foot Solutions, you know, we're in this white space where we say we're we're quasi-retail, quasi-medical. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because in a lot of our locations, well, first in all of our locations, we have foot experts, certified shoe fitters. And then in a, a large number of our locations, we have what's called a podorthist. Now, Brian, if you had asked me what a podorthist was three years ago, I said, I have no idea. I've never even heard that term. But a podorthist is a healthcare ally to a podiatrist. And so they address a lot of different conditions. I mean, anywhere, anything from like plantar fasciitis and, you know, then bunions, corns, and calluses. Um, so when people come into our store, you get a certain level of expertise that you won't necessarily find at just your average shoe store, right? Um, so you come in, you get taken through, you sit down, take your shoes and socks off. We take you through the, the gait assessment. We have some really, really high tech scanning equipment that's in our stores. And it's not, we, uh, there's something that's like, it's called retail theater, right? When somebody puts their foot on a scanner and maybe this machine will say, oh, you just need option A, B, or C. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Our, our scanning technology, it's more, it's a diagnostic tool. Um, so it allows our foot experts to kind of see exactly what is going on with your foot. Where are the pressure points? How high is your arch? Where is your arch located in your foot? I mean, there's a lot that, again, a lot that goes into it. And, uh, and from there, we really can give you the information and the knowledge that you need to understand, okay, here's the type of shoe that I need. And it might not, not just be for pickleball, but just in everyday life, like my work shoe, my walking shoe, my at-home recovery sandal, you know, and once you have that knowledge, then you can take it and, and, and run with it. So that really is the biggest difference. But, you know, when we've seen people come in there, here's what's something that's crazy. You know, the foot is always, your foot is always changing. It is, you know, mm -hmm. even the size, we think that our foot stops growing when we hit a certain age, when in reality, there's sometimes that your arch starts to collapse. So your foot starts to spread a little more. And we have seen people come in and they're like, man, I haven't been sized in years. And when we size them, it's like, did you know you're actually two sizes larger than the shoe mm. you're wearing right now? <laughs> You know, so just some of that knowledge is really, really key. And we stress to everyone, look, make sure you got that foundation set up and you have the knowledge you need. So that way you can get whatever it is that you need to be successful and stay healthy on the court. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, so what might be like some things that are like signs that people could look out for, like if, um, as it relates to a properly fitted shoe, like, you know, yeah. should they be like, if, if they're getting callus formations on, on yeah. certain areas of that you know indication? It. 
Yes, Matt Bry, you, you know the space too well. If they're <laughs> if you're constantly getting calluses, that means a callus is essentially your body trying to protect itself, right? So there's a hot spot that's going on in your shoe. Um, it could be that your shoe is too small, maybe it, it's not shaped correctly. But if you're constantly getting calluses, take a look at the shoes you're wearing. Come on in. If you're getting corns on the top of your feet, you know, I had this little tagline, I would say, I'd say, listen, if you like corn on the cob and not on your feet, come on into a foot <laughs> solutions, you know, or just, just make sure you're wearing the, the right footwear, the right fitting footwear. Um, also bunions can be, you know, prevented, um, ingrown toenails, all of these things. And it seems like all of these different ailments, a lot of it stems from just not wearing the right size shoe, mm -hmm. which is crazy, right? So those are some of the things to look for. Um, I was going to say blisters, but more blisters, you know, that is more of a, at one point in time, it was thought to wear cotton socks, but cotton, mm -hmm. it holds moisture, right? Which then softens the skin and then it rubs blisters. So stay away from cotton socks, especially when you're out there in the summertime playing, you know, getting really sweaty on those pickleball courts. But those are things, man, anything, anytime, if you're thinking about your feet when you're on the pickleball court, that's probably not a good thing because right. your feet should be comfortable and, you know, you shouldn't have to think about anything else except playing pickleball. So I like to say, if you're thinking about your feet way too much, either during or after <laughs> you're like, man, my feet kill. Let's, let's take a look and see what's going on. Yeah. I think you also just brought up a really good point too. Like a lot of people are, are searching for the best shoe out there, but um, socks is, is also a really important, very like component to that as well. It's like making sure that you're not getting all that friction that's going to create blisters. And that's also going to help you yes. make sure that you have a properly fitted shoe too. That's correct. That's correct. And the other thing I want to even add to that is, you know, when it comes to compression, um, because that that is a huge part. And I know there's a lot of different compression socks that are out there and, you know, leggings and, and all this stuff, but making sure that it's the correct grade of compression, because a lot of people don't realize this, but if something is too tight, you can do more harm than good. So mm -hmm. just making sure all of that stuff, man, I, and it seems like it's a lot, but uh, knowledge is power and we're, we're still trying to get that out there. Yeah. Uh, I want to kind of go back to something that you also kind of talked about with your assessment um, at like with, with a pedorthis is, um, you know, when you're kind of looking at like pronation, supination, yeah, it, it kind of how those things are, are things that are happening at the foot and ankle, but really like when you look up the kinetic chain, it has such a, um, an effect on on the knee positioning and the yes. hip positioning yeah it could even be um you know a force attenuation that's you know going up that connect chain all the way up to the spine yo man for sure so you know when you talk about pronation and supination for those that don't understand that pronation is really just when your foot rolls inwards right? Um, and then supination is the other way when your foot is kind of rolling outwards. And if you think if your foot's rolling in, that means your ankle is now off, like you said, which means your hip, your knees are off, which means your hips are off, the spine is off. And a lot of times you can tell when someone's off just by looking at their shoulders, one is higher than the other one, right? Mm -hmm. um, and if you can correct that, we say the feet are the foundation of your health. It is. It definitely is. You you start at the bottom and and work your way up. And a lot of people will say, well, if my feet are off is like, really, would that cause knee pain and hip pain? And it's like, yes, no <laughs> question about it. <laughs> yeah. No and, and like, 
And pronation and supination are, are not bad in themselves. It's really just, you know, we're looking at the, the gait cycle. It really kind of comes down to the timing of everything. And if that's you're, right. If you're in pronation too long, that's kind of when, when you start to run into some things, but vice versa, if you're in supination too long, uh, you run into other types of issues. So it, it's yes. all about kind of the timing of, of those things happening. You know it, you know it. And some people, you know, when they come in and, and that said, it's like, oh, well, you're an overpronator. They're like, oh my gosh, am I going to die? No, like you said, it's not that, it, you know, a lot of people pronate. The majority of people, there's very few people that actually have a neutral foot, right? Um, mm -hmm. The majority either have a pronation or a supination and it's very small corrections. It can go a long way. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Brian, like, like you mentioned kind of a, a couple of different conditions too. Um, and, and these are, are common injuries that we are seeing in pickleball, uh, like Achilles tendinopathy, yeah. uh, plantar fasciitis. Yes. You know, what might be some, some shoe considerations for these individuals? Or, you know, th there's also people that, are, that have like, you know, very low level irritation with these things and they're, they're continuing to play. And, uh, so maybe even some like, like little tips or things that they may be able to do to, to provide a little bit of, um, relief on these structures. Yes. You know what? The biggest one that we see a lot, it is plantar fasciitis. And I'll tell you the, the, the best way to just describe that because people will think, well, oh man, I'm waking up. I got this pain in my heel. So I'm just going to try to put, we, we have seen everything. We have seen people stuff gauze in their shoes to just extra padding in the heel. And it's like, look, the reason the heel hurts, it's because your arch really is, it's collapsing and, and it's tugging on the fascia, right? And that's why you're getting that pain. But if we can support that arch, the, everything will start to go away, but you know, and you, you want to catch it before it gets chronic. Like you really do not have to live with it. And this is one thing that I can speak from, from personal experience. So Brian, I can tell you, I was in my fourth year of playing in the NFL and I developed plantar fasciitis. Mm -hmm. And I thought my career was going to end. It made me feel so unathletic. I mean, you, I had to sleep with these socks that would hold my foot, but still not understanding I needed a, a, an insert in my, in my cleats, right? So I would just go out and after practice, I would limp off the field and, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, or if I had to use the bathroom, like I had to put on a pair of shoes just to walk to the bathroom. My feet hurt so bad. And it took me a long time to be able to find the right company to make the right orthotic to fit in my shoe because all of this goes hand in hand. And once I got that, man, I went on and I played another six years and never even thought about my feet, you know? So when it comes to just being on the pickleball court and you're feeling that, please make sure you, you get it looked at. Don't try to self-treat it and just throw a heel pad in there. It's like, no, here's the reason why it's happening. And, you know, once you get that, man, it, it will go away. But if you wait until it becomes chronic, that's when it gets bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. The chronic is, is usually going to be a longer recovery time, but yes. also like it, it just is going to lead to compensatory strategies up the chain uh, or down the chain. You and, know it. It's going to you start know creating it. more issues. Yes. And one of the simplest things that I can say is please do not go barefoot at home. You, if you're walking on tile or stone, concrete, flat, barefooted, and you're suffering from heel pain, plantar fascia, it's one of the worst things that you can do. You always need to have something in there, you know, kind of supporting it. So, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, well, and and plantar fasciitis is never a, a fun um, condition to deal with, but especially when you're talking about like explosive type of movements, like like you uh, in football, but as well as yes. pickleball, is a lot about fast, quick reactions. So you know, definitely, if you're in a lot of pain, and it's going to affect your explosiveness and ability to really push off and react to shots. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, uh, is there like, um, a specific orthotic that, that you, um, like to, to use or, or is it really just kind of dependent upon each individual? Yeah. So every foot is different. You have millions of different foot types. Feet are almost like fingerprints, right? And a lot of times, um, I kind of learned this, that, and I thought this was really interesting. A lot of times your left foot does not match your right foot. It, you know, it's just different. Right. Um, and so because of that, there are different orthotics that are out there. Some they're custom made specifically for you. Some they're prefabricated. We call them over the counters that may work, you know, may or may not work, but there are so many. And so the, the important thing is to understand your feet so you can make that educated decision as to what type that you need. Right. Um, that that really is the biggest thing. I mean, they're they come in all different durometers. So that means like how how hard they are from like really, really firm to, to softer. And, you know, there's in the in the foot wellness space, it you have two ends of the spectrum. You have the barefoot movement, right? Mm -hmm. Where people are like, I need to go barefoot in everything that I do and let my toes spread and grip the earth and Love that because that's how we were made. We have all these muscles and tendons in our feet and that's what it's supposed to do. But also understanding not everybody is there. You know, a lot of the, the, the customers and patients that we see, if we were to tell them to go barefoot, oh my gosh, they would be in so much pain. You right. can't do it. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you know, it's like everything needs to be super supportive, a supportive orthotic, a supportive shoe. Well, some people are there, but how can we also kind of like rehab them back a little bit so they can gain a little more mobility, you know, in their ankle and foot joints and a little more strength so they don't have to be so restricted in, in their in their shoe and their orthotics. So again, it's all over the place and, and everyone is different. So the best thing that you can do is to just go and, and gain that knowledge as to what is going on so you can wear the best thing for you. Yeah. And this is why I do love working with, um, you know, pet orthos and, and people that really specialize in footwear, because I think that as a physical therapist, our services really kind of complement each other. Yeah, for you know, sure. We, you know, we do talk about transitioning from, you know, one of those to the other. I think that that's where we can come in and, and help them really kind of get dialed in with their exercises to, to be able to work on some of those things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great. Well, um, Brian, I think that, um, you know, another like thing that I just wanted to kind of hint on as well is just because we are seeing like a, an, an older kind of population that's playing this game and is um, you know, footwear and, and how like even some of these orthotics can also help with like joint related pain, like arthritis, like arthritis is obviously yes. is a big one. That's, that's yes. Kind of, so um, just wanted to kind of point that out and, and see if you have experience kind of helping individuals with that as well. Yeah, man, you are spot on. And you know what? There is, um, I, I got to talk about this product that we have inside of Foot Solutions. It's called Noene. Uh, it's spelled N-O-E-N-E, -E, Noene. And it is the best, unfortunately, I say the best kept secret. We are pushing out this. We don't want it to be a secret. But what Noene does is 
it's this really thin material. When I say thin, we're talking, Brian, we're talking about one millimeter to two millimeters in thinness, right? So very, very thin and it's flat, but it's, a, it's this special rubber that absorbs and disperses 96% of shock, 96%. And I, we call it even like high frequency shock, right? So the best way to describe that is if you take a metal bat and you hit a metal pole, the vibration that comes down the bat and stings your hands, high frequency shock, right? So how this, <laughs> yeah. So how, how this pertains to the body is when you're on a hard surface, you can run, jump, walk, you're playing pickleball, hard surfaces, right? Your foot strikes the ground. And then these high frequency shock waves, they hit your feet, but then they go into your ankles. They go into your knees, your hips, like you set up the kinetic chain can go sometimes all the way up to the base of the brain. Well, knowing it absorbs and internally disperses 96% of the shock. And the way that you wear it is if you have an orthotic in your shoe or an insert, you take that out, you put knowing in again, because it's really, really thin. Mm -hmm. And then you put your orthotic or insert back on top and it doesn't change the fit of your shoe. But when I tell you it protects your joints like no other, because that repetitive shock is now not going up into your body. It's crazy. And what we have seen is people, it doesn't matter how old they are, but especially older people, when they go out and play pickleball and they're like, man, I would love to play this sport four or five times a week, but I can only play it two or three because I got to, I got to have rest days. Like my body, my joints are really hurting me. Knowing it does such a great job in keeping people out there and playing. And again, I hate to use my own testimony, but coming from the football world, I had multiple knee surgeries. I'm pretty much bone on bone on both of my knees, man. Mm -hmm. And I needed this, this material. If I go out there and I don't have it in, I'm in that boat where I'm like, oh, I played today. Uh, -uh I can barely walk tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's exactly where I was going to go with that too. Is because pickleball is that that addictive type of sport where people want to play yes. for several hours a day on back to back days. That yeah, that having something in their in their shoes that's going to help with some of that force attenuation. It's going to protect their joints, give them a little bit more more tread on the tires. That's man, so much more tread. And I, and I hate to go so deep with things like that, but you know, the more that you can help people stay active and to move, it is just good for their overall well-being. I know even with me, if you have an injury where it sidelines you and you can't move, it starts to, to affect your mental health, you know? And so it's like, no, how can we keep you just moving? Stay out there, keep having fun. Don't think about things and, you know, start having things that can really be prevented, you know, preventative health measures. So uh, that that is just really, really important. And that's why I wanted to stress that. Yeah. Yeah. The best form of medicine is really staying, staying on top of it and not letting those things happen if if we can. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There's this quote that I heard and I, I always butcher it, but it, it pretty much says we don't, we don't um, get old. We don't stop moving because we get old. We get old because we stop moving. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that movement is medicine and that I think it just, is. Yeah, that, that nails it. That, uh, that quote right there. Yes. Well, uh, well, I did have one um, listener question. Um, and okay. They, they were they were um, 
asking about just like when it comes, like they have a, a wide foot and they were just kind of wondering, you know, is there a certain shoe out there or is that something that that like a, a pedorthist would be able to, to help them with as, as it relates to a pickleball specific shoe? Yeah, you know, there are some companies that they do have wide, naturally wider shoes. Um, and I'll start with K-Swiss. I know there are some models that have wider shoes. Uh, New Balance actually has some a few court shoes that are wider. Um, there's a new Skechers shoe that's out. That's a, a new court shoe. And we're actually kind of testing that one out. Um, that one has a, a wider, a wider toe box. So, you know, it really is, again, the, the biggest thing is go and get sized because mm -hmm. again, with it, it can go two E four. look, go, go get that measurement. And then you can make the decision to see where you need to go. Um, I transparently though, I would like to see more of a variety of wider pickleball and really just wider court shoes, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because I think there's a there's a demographic there's a huge demographic out there that needs it, including myself because I have a wide foot. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I would start with those. And and I'm even kind of thinking just about like a wider shoe in general too for a sport that is a lot of lateral movements. It seems yeah. like they provide even just some some more stability for those type of movements. That's right. That's Which right. I, I would I would love to see it, man. And I I can't tell you, I wore the wrong size shoe almost my entire NFL career. How crazy is that? It was just too small, you know, wasn't wide enough, just too small. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, well, Brian, um, where can people find more information about you or, or more information about foot solutions if they wanted to seek out some of the resources that you have? Yeah, for sure. Well, first go footsolutions.com, go to the website. There's actually, and we have videos out there, even on YouTube that just talks about the importance of wearing the right shoe and also tips and tricks about the, the right pickleball shoe, really things that you can think about. So start there, footsolutions.com. Um, here's my email address. If anyone wants to shoot me an email, listen, I'm easy to get in contact with. It's Brian. And that's with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N, Brian at footsolutions.com. Shoot me an email. You know, I, I'm associated with this. And I always say, look, I'm not the foot expert, but I'm around a lot of foot experts. So I can regurgitate all day and, you know, and, and help people. And if I don't know, just to connect you to the right resource to point you in the right direction. So please use me as a resource. Great. And I'll include all of your information in this episode. And, um, and as well as you have a podcast yourself too, is that correct? We do. We do. It's called Get Aligned. And, you know, it, it the, the premise of the podcast, we wanted to talk about just because when you talk about getting aligned, not just your feet, but body and life, right? So we partnered with different professionals to just talk about how important really are the feet, but how can you help that to get aligned in life? And like I said, just, just keep moving. So we just wrapped up season one. Um, there's about 10 episodes and season two will kick off in the fall. So I'm really excited about that. Great. Well, we'll be sure to, yeah, reach out if you have any questions and uh, and check out his podcast and then social media platforms, Foot Solutions is yes. on Instagram. Instagram, Facebook. yep. Foot Solutions Official with an underscore after that. So Foot Solutions Official is our Instagram handle. And then if you just type in Foot Solutions on Facebook, you can find us there as well. All right, great. Well, we Brian, haven't moved to the to the Snapchat and TikTok platform just yet. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be us or our demographic. 
I, I never thought I would do it, but I have ventured into the TikTok world. So okay, yes, I have not yet, even though I, I people show me videos and it looks like a fun platform. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, great. Well, Brian, I really appreciate you coming on uh, today's episode. I know that our listeners got a lot of valuable information, and uh, yeah, I really encourage you uh, to go check out uh, Foot Solutions and some of the resources uh, they have available to you. Yes, sir. Well, Brian, I appreciate you having me on, man. Thank you for the time. All right. And thanks listeners for tuning into this episode and be sure to join us next time. Until then, stay healthy, pickleballers.